let's be honest, this weekend wasn't fun, but also, let's be honest again, it probably doesn't really matter. The Dodgers dropped three or four to the Braves. A couple close games on Saturday and Sunday. We'll get into everything about the series, what it means, what it doesn't mean, what the Dodgers did, what the Dodgers didn't do, everything about it. And to top it off, on the good positive side, Walker Bueller pitched in an OKC Dodger game. So there's a lot to get into. So let's get locked on Dodgers. You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, 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 Dodger fans, welcome to Locked On Dodgers. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked on, your team every day. This is the daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue every weekday morning. You can find us wherever you find podcasts and on YouTube by searching for Locked on Dodgers, which is where you can subscribe and get our episodes delivered to you every single weekday morning. We'll be there for you. If you are someone that listens every day, you are called an everydayer. If you are someone that doesn't listen every day, you are called a potential everydayer. So all you got to do is start listening every day. So uh, go ahead and go do that. If this is your first time listening or watching, you're going to want to become an everydayer. Uh, and my name is Vince Samperio, joined by my co-host, Jeff Snyder. And we are both lifelong Dodger fans that have been around the team in a variety of capacities as a fan, as media. We've been in the press box, been in the locker room, been at Dodger Stadium, watched a lot of games on TV. We've been around the Dodgers a lot. And uh, we think that gives us the chance to bring you an informed and smart fans perspective on our boys in blue. That's what we're going to try to do here today because the Dodgers lost three or four to the Braves. The Dodgers lost the first three games of the series. And, uh, you know, as you can may imagine, there were a lot of takes bashing the Dodgers. And as you maybe could guess, too, they weren't all by Braves fans. So, uh, yeah, it, it like I said, it, it wasn't fun. Like, let's just start off by saying it wasn't a fun weekend. It's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. The Dodgers lost three or four. It's not where, you know, that's not a positive thing. But also, it really doesn't matter when it comes to October when the Dodgers get there. Yeah, it's, you know, the, I do believe after watching this series, what I I probably believe a little more, but I probably believed it already that the Braves are probably a little bit better team than the Dodgers. Uh, I do think the gap between the Braves and the Dodgers isn't nearly as big as the gap between say the 2021 Dodgers and 2021 Braves was. And uh, 2021 Braves won that series. And so, you know, uh, if there's one thing we as Dodger fans know, it's that the best team doesn't always win in October. And the Dodgers are a very, very good team. And, you know, uh, a couple things different here and there. The Dodgers could have split this series. I mean, if Mookie Betts' little chopper down the third baseline doesn't trickle foul, the Dodgers win game three of the series. Uh, instead, <laughs> Alex Vesia, Alex Vesia in the 10th inning. You know, I mean, that when you have a game that goes one-to-one into extra innings, that by definition, that game could have gone either way. Uh, you know, another game that the Dodgers lost by one run. Another game they won by two runs. You know, it, it was... It was a close series that they lost three out of the four. And so, yeah, the Braves are probably a little bit better team. Uh, and if if they face each other in October and both teams play the way they did in this series, yeah, the Braves probably will win the series. But that's a lot of ifs. And how many times have we seen 
both for better and for worse, a good team not play the same in October that it did at the beginning of September, you know? Yeah, you want to say, oh, my God, the Braves offense and everything else. The Braves offense scored one run through nine innings on Saturday and scored one run through nine innings on Sunday. So, you know, obviously in the 10th inning, they got three runs off a big home run from the bottom of the order. But, again, their lineup is good. Their lineup is deep. Their lineup hits a lot of home runs, which is one thing that might mean something in the future, especially when it comes down to Dodgers pitching, starting pitching specifically, and kind of what they have. We saw Lance Lynn. You know, he said he didn't have it, but he gave up some home runs on Friday night. Julio didn't have it again. You know, didn't look good. Uh, well, he didn't look good. Uh, he didn't look terrible, but he didn't look good. Uh, but then we saw, you know, Emmett Sheehan uh, throw three ball counts to every batter, but he only allowed one run and threw four innings and, you know, probably could have gone one more inning and might have been okay. And then we saw Bobby Miller, you know, breeze through essentially. I think the, the home run he gave it to Matt Olsen there in the seventh inning, I think that was Olsen's first or second hit of the entire series. So, you know, they did a good job of neutralizing him. So all that being said, Jeff, starting pitching wise, you know, there I think there's something to see like, okay, the Braves do hit a lot of home runs. Dodgers have, you know, Lance Lynn and Craig Kershaw, they don't give up a lot of runs well, as Dodgers so far, Lance Lynn hasn't. Uh, but when they do, it does come via the home run. So maybe that's a little bit of an issue. Yeah, it, it can be concerning, you know, and Julio is so hit and miss. Who knows how he would pitch against them in the postseason? Uh, but yeah, it does seem like the more power type pitchers had a little bit more success against the Braves. I also, I think, as far as I'm remembering, other than the three-run homer Vesia gave up, I think the Braves only scored one other run off the Dodgers' bullpen this weekend. Uh, and so uh, that's all I can remember anyway, because Lance Lynn, yeah, I, oh, and that one was even unearned, right? That was the yeah, – the, And so, you know, four runs off the bullpen, two of them unearned, and, you know, one of them, just a terrible pitch from, from Alex Vesia. Overall, though, I mean, in some ways – there's definitely reasons to be optimistic about if they face each other. There's probably some things the Dodgers learned. Uh, I, I do think, you know, Bobby Miller's game on Sunday was just awesome. And last time he pitched, we talked about uh, how it probably wasn't the best decision for that particular game to have Miller come back, back out for the seventh, but that it probably was the best decision for Bobby Miller's future and for the Dodgers' future as, you know, with Bobby Miller as an ace. And I honestly believe this game we saw on Sunday was a, you know, I think he was significantly better than he would have been without the way Dave Roberts is treated. You know, I think there's been twice that Roberts has let him come out for the seventh and it backfired. Well, this time came out for the seventh and he did give up a solo homer, but he got it through the inning. You know, next time he comes out for the seventh, he'll probably get through it. Like the only way to learn how to pitch in the big leagues is by pitching in the big leagues. And that includes failing in the big leagues sometimes. And I, I think Dave Roberts has done a pretty masterful job of managing Bobby Miller so far this season and helping him develop to the point where right now, like based on what we've seen so far, and obviously a lot more can happen in the last few weeks of the season, but based on what we've seen right now, I don't think many Dodger fans would be upset if they, if Bobby Miller was named the playoff number one starter. The stuff plays like I, I talked to a lot of people over the weekend and, you know, people that maybe didn't want to talk to, but they were texting me about the games or whatever. Uh, and yeah, like velocity plays up in October and and it does, it's not always going to be work out. You know, Walker Bueller 
gave up a grand slam in, in his first playoff start, uh, right? First playoff start against the Braves against Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's not always going to work out, but you have that margin for error in the postseason. If you're if Bobby Miller, I would start Austin Barnes in Bobby Miller's first playoff game just because that first pitch is going to break his the catcher's hand probably because he's going to be so amped up. And then you get Will Smith in there after because the stuff will play up. He's looked really good. You know, you don't want to get too excited, but I get the same feeling. And obviously it's easy to compare because just, you know, the general nature of how they you know pitch and everything else. But like Walker Bueller, I've never been worried about him pitching a playoff game. And I feel like Bobby Miller, the first game, like I won't be worried. He does worry me a little bit more just because when things go bad, they seem to snowball a little bit. Uh, but if they don't go bad, he's usually cruising besides that. So, yeah. Uh, to be fair, Austin Barnes has a seven-game hitting streak, so maybe uh, <laughs> call up Tucker Barnhart, who they just signed to a minor league contract, let him start, and then you know they replace him with yeah, Austin Barnes. Yeah. All right, uh, there's more to talk about the bullpen, some of the decisions made by Dave Roberts, the offense, which uh, is always a scary thing. So that's what we're going to get into. So make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement that's clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. If you have weakened or thinning hair, Nutrafol is there for you. Their hair growth supplements use physician-formulated, natural, science-backed ingredients. Their drug-free, patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. So go to Nutrafol.com slash men and take their hair health wellness quiz and identify the causes of your thinning hair. And then you'll get a personalized plan from Nutrafol for better hair health through whole body wellness. So you're not just helping your hair. You're not just helping the way you look. Uh, you're also helping the way you feel and the way you look, you know, beside your hair. So go check out Nutrafol that supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, such as stress hormones, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering Locked On Dodgers listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONMLB. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men. Promo code LOCKEDONMLB. Thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. Make sure to listen every day and become an everydayer. You can find us wherever you have podcasts and on YouTube. And if you can't watch, we got some early games this week, 3.30 games. If you're still stuck at work or stuck in traffic, SiriusXM or the SXM app can help you out. The home broadcast for every Dodger game is there. All you got to do is search for Dodgers. All right, Jeff. Um, so there was some decisions made this weekend, and, and this is another reason why, uh, you know, I'm very much in the corner of I don't care really what happened this weekend. It, it's, you know, it's not going to matter in October. Last year, the Dodgers were, what, 14-5 and five against the Padres or maybe even better than that, lost in October. You know, the Dodgers have been better than teams in the regular season and lost to them. The Dodgers have been worse than teams in the regular season and beat them. It, it, you know, that happens every single year with a bunch of different teams. But also, some of the decisions Dave Roberts made are not decisions that would have been made in the playoffs, or at least you would hope not. Uh, you know, you would hope not. So, 
you know, one of those is the vet, you know, the Vesia game on Saturday. You know, I don't think Alex Vesia gets left in for he might come in the next inning. If he got the one out in the in the bottom of the ninth, then comes out for the tenth. But I don't think he would have been left in to face right-handed hitters or right-handed hitters that maybe have good split. Whatever the case, I don't think he would have been in that spot if it was a playoff game, unless they had nobody left. Yeah, and that have nobody left is the big question. Uh, and that's why I think it would be different in the playoffs because there's days off. You never play more than three days in a row in the playoffs. And so, I mean, the Brandon Morrow approach in 2017, like he pitched every single day. And, uh, and and eventually backfired, but you know, uh, that's what they can do. And so, uh, right now in September, you're, you're still worried about usage and everything. Uh, and so you're not going to use somebody who you just used the day before or whatever, especially in, you know, so many things that, that will be different in the playoffs because of the days off and the bullpen will be a big one because everybody will be available more often because they know in somewhere between three days and three weeks from now, I get the winner off. And so you can power through that. I did notice, and this is kind of a tangent. You know, Evan Phillips was pumping 99 on Saturday. He did. I think technically 98.7, but Hey, that's 99 in the books for a guy who sits usually 96, maybe yeah. 97 pumping almost 99 and, and repeatedly like that. I think that extra rest is doing Evbo Ev- some, some good. I love that yeah. dude. Um, and, and so, yeah, you know, that Alex Vestia will not face Orlando Arcia in a tie game in extra innings in the, in the postseason. write it down. I will eat my shoe. If Alex Vestia faces any right-handed power hitter in the postseason in a tie game. Yeah. Especially that situation coming off a four pitch walk, like a lot of things happen. And, you know, there's also a world where Alex Vestia is not on the playoff roster. I mean, they I guess it would depend on the team. Like if there's a team that has a lot of lefties, then maybe like a lot of lefties that aren't platoon guys that play possibly. But I mean, with the arms that have been, you know, Sheen came up and pitched very well. Uh, you know, Ryan Pepe has been pitching very well. You got Walker Bueller, who we'll talk about in a little bit, you know, started his rehab. If somehow he makes like uh, Michael Gross supposed to come back next week, we'll talk about that a little bit. Like there's a lot of guys that might come back and, you know, push other guys off the roster and Vesia would be that guy. Other than him throwing left-handed, he's near the bottom or if not at the bottom of the totem pole for relievers right now. So yeah, there was decisions that were made. And like I said, it happened. Um, You know, Dave Roberts is not going to pull Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman in a six run game in the playoffs. Uh, You know, especially considering, you know, shout out Colton Wong, by the way, Dodgers added him to the 40 man roster and uh, his first at bat, he hit a three-run home run that made the game a lot closer than it than it could have been or should have been, uh, maybe for the brave side, uh, thanks to Ozzy Albies making an error. So, you know, things happen, but that's you know that's not gonna happen. Like, there's a lot of things that happen that aren't gonna happen, and you know, it, it's just a matter of that's how it goes. But I guess the one thing, and and this is not directly based on this weekend. This is just based on me in general, but it was highlighted a little bit this weekend. The Dodger offense, they also didn't score many, you know, they had no runs up until that Colton Wong home run on Friday. They had one run through nine innings or through 10 innings ended up on Saturday. And, you know, they did score three runs and the three runs came were, were earned well. Um, and one of them was a insurance run when they did need it. But again, they only did score three runs on Sunday. So like the offense is 
one of those things that worries me, but that's would be with any series, not just this series. Yeah, if there's one thing we know about Vince Semperio, <laughs> is that he worries about the offense in October. And yeah, I mean, it was it was basically a replay of that Padres series last year. Oh, Dodgers can't get hits with their scoring position. And some credit goes to the Braves pitchers for sure. I mean, Max Fried's a very good pitcher. Uh, Spencer Strider's a very good pitcher. Charlie Morton is is a good pitcher. Probably wouldn't wouldn't put very on him. And Bryce Elder uh, has good success sometimes. Um, Home plate umpire is also a good pitcher. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> don't even do that to me. Not an uh, excuse of the series, but there was some very key moments. Yeah. One of them when Mookie Betts having bases loaded and the ball was not close. But all right, let's tangent umpires real quick. This won't be an umpire rant, but what was up with this replay on Sunday? Like there were three replays in the first, in the first innings. two innings yeah. and they got two of them wrong. And like, and I understand like I've said so many times, the whole clear and convincing thing. It's a stupid rule because a, and I think what we saw on Sunday is it's inconsistently uh, applied because it depends on who the umpires are in New York, because uh, both of those plays, you would easily say, okay, I am 93% sure that this this call should be overturned, and ninety three percent was asleep on the pickoff at first, but he was there late, so he yeah. made that call in bad position. So, like, how, why would you use that call as the, you know? Yeah, and the only thing on that one is you can see, okay, Hayward either his hand is on the base or, you know, a millimeter above the base, and, and I think that's what they says. Well, we can't tell for sure that you can't slide a piece of paper between the base and his fingers. So the call's got to stand for me. 95% sure should be enough to say, okay, we're going to overturn that because nobody would know. Like nobody else could slide a piece of paper there either. No, everybody who watches that would say, you know, his hand beat the throw back. You know, nobody's going to say, but I I can't tell for sure that his fingers were touching the base. It was ugh, terrible. Um, and, and in general, I'm in favor of replay. And I, most of the time when people are arguing about the calls, I can see, okay, well, that is inconclusive. It's only 60%, you know, and somewhere they got to draw the line. That line's got to be a lot less than 95% though. Uh, going back to your Alex Vesia point though, I'm just looking at the Dodgers roster and, you know, especially we're going to talk about Walker Bueller in the next segment, but especially if Bueller comes back, like depending on who else comes back, you know, your Yancy Almonte, Joe Kelly, uh, Jimmy Nelson, who we're probably going to talk about too. Um, some of those guys, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers go with no left-handed relievers other than Ryan Yarbrough in, in the playoffs. Uh, and, and definitely not more than one. And, you know, is it Caleb Ferguson? Is it Alex Vesia? Is it Victor Gonzalez? It's those three guys battling for at most one spot. And so, yeah, at this point, uh, it's not quite shoe eating territory, but if I had to place money on something, I'd say the the good money is on Vesia not being on the postseason roster. Yeah, and like I said, there's a lot of questions, obviously, and there's still a whole month to play. But as of right now, if people come back, yeah, I, I don't see him on there. And I don't even – I mean, I don't think there's any team that's lefty heavy that they would potentially play anyways. And with the three better minimum, like lefty reliever isn't like get relievers, you can get guys out. Evan Phillips, you trust him against righties and lefties. You know, Ryan Brazier has been great against righties and lefties. You've got these guys, just uh, Bruce Argraderall, for as infuriating as it is that he doesn't get strikeouts, he gets weak contact no matter what side of the plate the guy's batting from. He's got tools. And so, you know, uh, I don't think lefty relievers are that big a deal anymore. It's guys who can get guys out and 
for basically all the Dodgers lefty relievers have pretty severe platoon sp splits, which means they, they're not a guy. It's like, okay, the only time you think about using them is if there's two outs and a lefty coming up and you just need to get out of the inning, but then you're running the big risk of if he doesn't get that lefty out. Yeah. Speaking of a lot of people that are maybe coming back, uh, let's talk a lot about them. That's what's coming up. So make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. The Sleeper app is there for you. MLB playoffs are around the corner, and the clock is ticking on your chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball, MVP race is exciting. We saw some of it this weekend with Acuna and Betts. You know, Tani's still doing his thing for as long as they know with the Angels. There's a lot of fun young talent up right now. There's a lot of stuff. And how do you make the game more fun? To watch, well, you can play some daily fantasy baseball. You can pick some stats, home runs, hit strikeouts, and you can pick more or less on those stats for some of these players, you know, Mookie, Acuna, Betts, Freddie Freeman, whoever. And the more you win, the more picks you get right, the you know, the more you win. And you can get up to 100 time payout on Sleeper. So go check out the Sleeper app right now. There is a lot of things to be good or happy about. Like I said, there's the the winning the money. There's group and team chat functionality in the app. It's very quick to use. If, you know, the game starts in five minutes, you can do your picks within those five minutes. So right now, go download the Sleeper app. And after you do that, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. So you put in $100, you get an extra $100 to put into your account and make these picks. And remember, you can win 100 times your money. So there's a lot of 100s in there. So terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms are used for details. And go get sleep wrap. Use promo code locked on right now. Remember to find Locked On Dodgers wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube and listen every day to become a part of the everydayers. And remember, SiriusXM or the SXM app can be used to listen to the home broadcast for any Dodger game. All you got to do is open SiriusXM or the SXM app and search Dodgers. All right, Jeff. So there's a few guys that are maybe coming back soon that have been pitching with OKC, but there's one guy who did come back this weekend and got right back into the mix and right back into the thick of things. That's Shelby Miller. He was activated for this series, and he ended up pitching three out of four games in this series. He did not allow a run. He struck out a, uh, a couple and didn't only gave up one hit, and that was on Sunday. He gave up uh, – Double, I think, or single. Well, yeah, double. double to Harris, yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's a big addition who had a big impact already first weekend back. Yeah, and uh, because of that double to Harris, he then faced Ronald Acuna with the tying run and scoring position and two outs in the, in the top of the ninth inning. It's a pretty darn big spot to be thrown back into, and obviously they didn't intend for him to be at that spot. They put him in against the seven, eight, nine hitters, but you also go into that knowing, well, there's a chance that somebody gets on base and he has to face Acuna, and – they seemed comfortable with that, and he showed why because he, he's a good pitcher. Like and, and like Shelby Miller, when he's been healthy this year, I, I feel like he had a little bit of a slow start to the season, uh, but then he he got things right, and he's just been a huge pickup. Really, the only gripe about it is that he hasn't been healthy very much. But you know, uh, if he can stay healthy for the next two months, he could be a huge, huge part of that Dodger bullpen in in October. And so underrated that I feel like we hadn't really even really talked about him on the show. And all of a sudden of all these, we talk about 
Joe Kelly. We talk about Walker Buehler. We talk about all these other guys. And then all of a sudden, Shelby Miller is back and pitching three out of four of the weekend. So big addition, you know, good add to the Dodger bullpen. A couple other potential additions to the Dodger bullpen that might be coming. Michael Grove, uh, Joe, not Joe Davis, Dave Roberts said that Michael Grove might be back with the Dodgers next week, next weekend. That's another potential arm for them to see. And one guy who not quite sure how it's going to play out, but he's looked really good lately is Jimmy Nelson. He's now had seven scoreless outings in a row for the OKC Dodgers, 12 strikeouts in those seven outings. He hasn't not issued a walk in four of those outings. His fastball has been mid nineties. Sliders had the break that it usually has. So Jeff, Jimmy Nelson, are we going to once again, believe in the right arm of Jimmy Nelson? You know, the thing about Jimmy Nelson is you can't count on him for more than about a month at a time. Oh, we need a month this year. You know what? Get healthy, Jimmy. Uh, get Come back in time, you know, the last week of the regular season or whatever. I guess if he's already on rehab, they'd have to bring him back a little bit sooner than that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, don't need him to be healthy for too long. And he's shown when he is healthy, he's really good too. Uh, by the way, on Shelby Miller, I misspoke. Uh I, I had my memory wrong. He was actually really good at the start. 12 of his first 13 appearances were scoreless. And then he had a rough patch where from May 9th to May 21st, seven innings, five earned runs in four or in five games. So, uh, but yeah, you know, Jimmy Nelson could definitely be a part of this. And like you said, we don't really know what his stuff has looked like. We're not getting detailed reports really. Um, and so I'm not going to get too excited about Jimmy Nelson, especially because even without Jimmy Nelson, when I'm looking at this roster, it's like they're already going to have a hard time figuring out which 13 guys to carry on the roster. A lot is going to come down to how many starters do we want in our bullpen, you know, who can pitch multiple innings. What's Ryan Pepio's role going to be? You know, all, all those different things. Is Gavin Stone going to have a role? Um, and so Jimmy Nelson might not be a factor at all. We might in October forget that we were even talking about Jimmy Nelson as a possibility in early September. But right now, he's definitely a possibility and and an intriguing one for sure. Yeah, two guys that won't be possibilities, at least, you know, the way Dave Roberts has kind of been picturing it or painting it. Um, I just blinked on the names. Uh, Blake Training and somebody else. Daniel Hudson? Daniel Hudson, yes. Those guys probably aren't going to be back. Uh, Blake Training's had some soreness and hasn't really been able to bounce back after appearances. And Dan Hudson's had soreness in his knees, so I'm not likely to come back. But all that is a transition to Walker Bueller, unless you have anything to say on those two guys. No, it's a bummer for both of them because this, I mean, this might be it for both of them in their careers. Yeah. But Walker Bueller did pitch on the mound on Sunday. He did go the two innings. They said one or two innings. He ended up going the two innings, 24 pitches, a couple strikeouts. Uh, I haven't seen any VLO readings, but I'm sure they're out there. He was up almost to 96. He was mostly 94, 95, but actually touched, you know, right. I think it was 95.8 or something. Um, so pretty darn good for the first rehab start. Encouraging for sure. Dave Roberts said, you know, I think we talked about this the other day, but the pine build him up as a starter. He's going to get at least three rehab appearances and then see where they're at from there. A month is enough to get ready in spring training. So a month is what he has now from now until the end of the regular season. So in theory, it's looking a little bit different than maybe we thought last week or two weeks ago when it's like, man, I don't know if Walker's going to end up making it back. Maybe this is more of a him thing than a Dodger thing. But, you know, the two innings look good. Uh, I know I saw someone had a side-by-side. His delivery looked a little quicker, a little different. I'm um, not sure if that's something for him. 
with the way his arm feels, with the way he wants to throw. And it wouldn't be a pitch clock thing because once you start your delivery, it doesn't yeah. really matter. So, but interesting nonetheless. Uh, he does have that weekly show with just baseball. And I know I saw they said they're going to ask him about it. So we'll see what he says. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see, especially, you know, with, I and mean, we, we made a big point about there's not a lot of things we need to just disregard from this Brave series. But if the Dodgers do start thinking about a specific type of pitcher they don't want pitching against the against the Braves in the postseason. I mean, maybe Bueller is a guy who they think about, you know, making even if he can only go four or five innings uh, starting against the Braves to to because he is more of that Bobby Miller Emmett Sheehan type pitcher than a than a Julio or a Lance Lynn type of pitcher. And and so, you know, we'll we'll see what happens and definitely don't want to jump the gun on that, but uh Bueller has enough experience and you know grit or whatever you want to call it that i think if he's physically ready i don't think they're going to be worried too much about him mentally yeah yeah definitely not mentally so um all right that's all remember if you have a comment about oh you know the dodgers they're gonna lose in october because of this the dodgers might lose in october because of this or because of a bunch of other things there's a bunch of reasons won't be or they might of, win yeah it might yeah exactly it won't be because of this series so uh, definitely won't because of that. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day. Make sure to become an everydayer by listening every day. Make sure to tell your friends and family and tell them to listen every day. And you guys can all be everydayers together. And you can talk about the Dodgers and be like, oh, someone might be like, oh, what are you guys talking about? Oh, we're talking about the Dodgers. We're everydayers. So go check that out. Sirius XM, SXM app, search Dodgers. You get the home broadcast for any Dodger game if you want to listen but and can't watch. You can find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter at Snydog. I'm at Vincent's91. You can DM Jeff or I if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. You can also direct those via email, lockedondodgers at gmail.com or via voicemail text at 323-863-5625. We are here every weekday morning and we hope you'll be here with us when you get in your car. If you're at home, Terry Smart Advice Play Podcast, Locked On Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree, you just have to listen. Have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow.